Oh, so you're sitting there saying to yourself, self, I wonder what's going to happen this weekend with the weather. I hope Terry says something about the weather so I can determine whether or not I should be out uh, outside doing uh, some some yard work or, or, or should I be at the lake? Should I be closing down the cabin? What's Well, the, I think uh, any one of those. Uh, you could book some golf. You could go boating. You could do a little motorcycle riding. You could, you know, spend some time in a park outdoors with the kids playing some frisbee golf, softball tournaments, whatever you want to do. It's the final weekend of summer, and it's going to be pretty dandy. You missed the most important thing you could do this weekend. What? Top cutting, man. Top cut, yes. A yard work, all that sort of thing. I, I thought that was uh, could fall under the umbrella of yard work, but that's that's fine. So specific, specify. It's a hobby, man. Exactly what you want to do. 19 degrees today in the sunshine. Uh, there's a slight chance of some uh, rain activity at some point really early in the morning tomorrow, but then a uh, mix of sun and clouds at 18. And then Saturday, Sunday, uh, we're looking at highs of 20 degrees in the sun. So, good news for the weekend. Hey, you may want to go to a costume party. I'm not going to tell you what, <laughs> what you want. You may want to go to some uh, uh, teacher's gala? sort of gala, yeah. something where uh, the, the faculty dresses up uh, as characters from Disney movies, uh, wear a brassiere on your head. It's not my place to say well, how you should spend your time this weekend or... The, you There's know, a chance you'll regret that, though. Well, it, it's and and the uh, length to which you will go to offend most of the people on the planet. <laughs> <clears throat> that but, story coming up in things you need to yes, know. Yes, you may not just. Uh, it's like I said, to choose your activities wisely. Stony Plain Golf Course now booking events on 18 new greens and serving up new dishes designed by new executive chef Sijo Saru. Visit golfstonyplain.com today. This is the all new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatibco. On Classic Rock, K97. It's uh, time for, uh, you know, the, 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 the Tom Green is renowned for doing uh, ridiculous uh, things for attention and for TV. I was in Ottawa when it was a hot thing, so yes. I remember seeing a lot of it firsthand. Were you there firsthand when he was humping the moose in the ditch? Oh, I don't remember that one. Okay. Oh, wait, yes, 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 okay. yes, 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 yes. He did so many of them, it's hard to yes. even pinpoint. I'm going to say, we're going to have to ask Tom. Tom Green's going to come in on the show tomorrow morning after 8.15. We'll, we'll have Tom in on the show. You guys have, will have something in common, being both from the Ottawa area. Mm-hmm. You'll be able to talk all damn day about stuff like that. We'll have to ask Tom if he remembers anything from back when he was young and stupid, you know. Uh, Yesterday? Uh, <laughs> if, if he did anything like uh, what the, all this stuff with Justin Trudeau they're talking about now. Uh, from Tom Green, wouldn't surprise me. No. Uh, the leader of our country. Eh, a little shocked. Yeah. <laughs> the 540 Funny is brought to you by the comic strip. Uh, we'll have Tom, uh, like I said, tomorrow after 8.15. Here is Tom Green. We're living in a world where you can post your suicide note on Facebook, drink antifreeze, and get 28 likes before the poison kicks in. (laughs) At least it's nice knowing you're making the right decision. Okay, a bit too dark. Okay. 
And here's some things you need to know. Classic Rock K97. Uh, your uh, weather forecast here today is looking uh, pretty decent. We're at 6 degrees on the way to 19. Sunshine expected today. Maybe some early morning showers. And I mean early, like this time of the day tomorrow or earlier. Oh, good. Uh, and then uh, a mix of sun and clouds tomorrow, high of 18. Saturday, Sunday, right now looking at sunshine and 20 degrees. So yay for us. SWS Marine Group, great weekend for the boat. But if you're already thinking about winterization, proper winterization is critical in maintaining the value of your boat. SWS is your first choice. Servicing Malibu, Axis, and all other brands. Visit swsmarinegroup.com. If this is the first year hearing of it. Well, it's a disaster right now for the Liberals. Uh, Justin Trudeau had some photos surface of him last night, and he was wearing a turban and he had painted his face black and he went out for an uh, Arabian night or whatever while he was uh, a teacher in a gala at 29. This is what he had to say after the photos surfaced. In 2001, uh, when I was a teacher out in Vancouver, I attended an end-of-year gala where the theme was Arabian Nights. And I uh, dressed up in an Aladdin costume and put makeup on. I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I should have known better, but I didn't. And I'm really sorry. Well, there you have it. So that's going to be the biggest news story of the day. If you thought this election was uh, already pretty messy, well, buckle up, kiddo. Today's getting a lot worse. The uh, quote, I think, that is going to resonate with so many people on so many different levels is probably, I should have known better, but I didn't. <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about this after. It's the biggest story. What do you got right yeah, now? Yeah, it's uh, that is that is <laughs> what a Muppet. Remarkable. You know, now would be a good time to say, shovels in the ground, we're building a pipeline. <laughs> we'll talk more. We'll, this is so good. Uh, yeah. Uh, interesting news. You ever wonder who's uh, the biggest uh, band uh, in the land? Sure. Everybody, when you, when you see the Rolling Stones, the guy that introduced the greatest rock and roll band in the world. And it, same with the guy for, who introduces Kiss, the greatest rock and roll band in the world. Kiss! Yeah. Uh, Polestar argues that Metallica is the biggest all-time touring band. Metallica sold nearly 22.1 million total tickets and grossed some $1.4 billion U.S. <laughs> since 1982. I would have never guessed that. Would have never, I would have put the Stones number one on that. Yeah. Uh, 22.1 million tickets sold leaves them second behind only U2. Metallica has, huh? per has performed in 48 countries in all seven continents, including Antarctica. The band is a leader in merch sales as well, having sold one point, uh, $125 million worth of T-shirts and memorabilia huh. since 1991. Their current tour has grossed $430 million and sold 4.1 million tickets. So. Again, I would have thought Kiss beat them in merch. Those are interesting stats for the day. I guess. Uh, I guess there's not a run on Kiss coffins. <laughs> if the if there was a Lars coffin, yes, it would be a hot seller. I'm looking more for the Lars urn, the, something the smaller. 
Commuters were invited to uh, learn more about the road's transition from a roadway into an expressway. We're talking about Terwilliger here. They're asked uh, questions about the project, et cetera, et cetera. And what happened here is they don't have enough money to make it an actual freeway, so it's just going to be, sorry, it's going to be an expressway rather than a freeway because the freeway was just more money than they were looking to spend at this time. So an expressway is going to do some upgrades and stuff and it should be started in the spring of 2020. So like when you're getting on the Hende and the White Mud, they're going to expand that and make it a lot smoother because it always bottlenecks up in those yep. areas. Yeah, it's been doing it for years. Uh, is this, is this a, a GTS moment? Do we have to Google that? What uh, the difference is between uh, an expressway and a freeway? What is? The I don't know, but one's cheaper, and I like that option. So. Okay, that's the one they went for for once. It's are only hundred million. Are they taking the bricks from 124th Street and they're going to put them across there for a start-finish line? <laughs> it's not I even think, real brick. I, I think that would be fun. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, we told you about uh, the weekend advantage from the Oilers. Tonight is Thursday night. There's Oilers action, Vancouver in town, so Thirsty Thursdays. I would assume that they're going to be kicking that off tonight, or maybe it's only during the regular season. Maybe we talk- Rob Chichkowski can tell us about we that. Have, we will have that coming up for you at uh, 716. Other sport business, uh, the Oilers play tonight, uh, tomorrow night against Calgary as preseason uh, continues. And uh, the other thing that's happening is Friday, tomorrow, the uh, Tiger Cats are in town to take on the Eskimos at Commonwealth Stadium. And it's Ricky Ray Wall of Honor induction ceremony to, uh, night tomorrow. Four-time Grey Cup champion and Eskimos most outstanding player Player, uh, what five years and I got an email as well from the Eskimos organization talking about some of the uh, some of the uh, people that are going to be in town to honor Ricky Ray for all of that and wouldn't you know it I can't find it right now well we'll get you those details coming up soon yes but it's happening we can tell you that Maybe it went to the, my other email. Uh, we'll find out. Anyway, there's all kinds of uh, Sean Fleming. It, 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 a whole bunch of people are coming back to honor Ricky Ray for his induction night tomorrow night at Commonwealth. The all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. When I was 8, 9, 10 years old, uh, my go-to costume was an Arabian shake. Racist. Uh, it, well, <laughs> the, the, the thing was, Pete, it was 1978. 73, 74. And okay. you were nine. Uh, I was nine. Yeah, uh, you weren't 29. Right. Almost 30. The thing was that, uh, you know, my, my mom made uh, a, 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 a costume a for co- you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What What is that outfit called? Uh, like a, I the, wouldn't want to appropriate the Basically, culture. I look like Yasser Arafat. Okay, it's, sure. It's, and my mom painted, she made my face... Uh, but you're not running the country now, a are you? A different color than my natural color, and yes. then, but most of it was just painting a beard on me. Mm-hmm. And when I think back to it, so it wasn't actually brown face, as in like it, it wasn't an Al Jolson kind of thing. Gotcha. And it was Halloween and stuff. And but but like I said, I'm nine years old. Um, For those who don't know what we're talking about right now, maybe you're just waking up this morning and seeing the story. Well, Time Magazine got a hold of some photos yesterday of Justin Trudeau where he painted his face black and went out as an Arabian sheik at a teacher's gala. He dressed up as Aladdin. Yeah, while he was teaching 
um, in, in Vancouver right. at the age of 29. Now, that's also on the heels now they found out he's done this twice. He did it also in high school. Yeah. And, and he's, he's sorry, though. Blackface and singing Harry Belafonte's song. Dale! <laughs> so... so um, My prime uh, ministry comes and then it. <laughs> are we are we seeing a trend here with yeah. with with Trudeau? I mean, here's a guy who uh, was a year ago in India there dancing he, away too. He, he stopped short of of, of uh, changing the color of his face there, he, but he was wearing the outfits. That's for sure. Uh, so I don't know if he has aspirations to be part of the population that dominates the planet. Quite frankly, There's it a, does. The Indian population is uh, uh, probably the highest, most well. I don't know, den- <laughs> India is one of the most densely populated countries on the planet. I know that for sure. Here's the thing: people are going to be talking about this morning. They're looking at how they're going. This is going to sway the election and what have you. And you and I were riffing on this a little earlier, and it's like you, you made a very good point. You're like, I really don't care what he did 19 years ago. I care about what he's doing now. Well, my, my yeah, I, the, <laughs> and. It, it, I'm not here. Here's the thing. I'm sure the character is in question. I understand that. I get that. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was 18 years ago. You, you can't change what's what's been done, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, inappropriate, of course. Yes, at the age of 29, absolutely for very, sure. Very. Okay, but the thing is, it, what he did 18 years ago doesn't really concern me today. Mm-hmm. His ineptitude. Of everything else that's happening today is what concerns me more. This is my problem with the whole thing. The guy stands on a soapbox and waves his finger at about absolutely everything. Carbon change, you know, racist this, feminist this, blah, blah, blah. And then it always comes to light that he is one of the biggest, you know... Proponent, he's a proponent yeah. of everything he, that is good. He's been accused of groping. You know, he takes six SUVs and flies across the country for surfing all the time. Now this has come out on top of it. I wouldn't be so mad if, if he never, you know, stood up for any of this. But it's usually the guys that are standing up like this that are the ones that have the biggest skeletons in the closet. You know, usually the guys that say I'm a male feminist, right? Yeah, it's because they've done something that they are a little questionable of themselves. But, you know, this is this is definitely going to hurt them, I think, in the election. And, you know, every one of us, it doesn't matter if you're prime minister of this country or if uh, if, if you work at a bank or a construction site or whatever, everybody is, you're standing there and there's, yeah. a, cl- there's a closet. For full, sure. Full of skeletons right behind you. And, and, and But then you shouldn't stand on a moral soapbox and tell everybody you're better than them when clearly your closet is full. That seems to be my point on this. And I, I you know, I'm laughing at the, you can always kind of go onto the political websites and, and gauge the temperature of how society feels about something like this. And a lot of people are, are defending, saying, oh, it's just a costume. And then I, I get to thinking to myself, it's like, if we change that story's headline from Trudeau to Trump oh. or Trump to Sheer, could you imagine? <laughs> CNN would literally melt down if this was about Trump. Well, it, it would never end. So, so would Trudeau with his reactionary comments. Yeah. Uh, Jagmeet Singh, uh, the NDP leader, had uh, some really emotional and poignant comments after after this happened. Yeah. Uh, Shear stopped short of saying that uh, Justin Trudeau should step down. Uh, I, I don't I don't know if Elizabeth May said anything. She might still be at the pub. Who knows? She'll get the news at noon today. Yeah, some something <laughs> like that. The, this is the problem. Uh, it it may not have a huge effect. Mm-hmm. And I might be wrong, but it may not have a huge effect on the election and the outcome because 
none of the leaders of any of the political parties are fit for the office of prime minister, as far as I'm concerned. None of the leaders of this world are fit for those offices. They're spending our money and then telling us that they're doing such a good job on all fronts, on all fronts. I just think maybe, you know what, something positive could come out of this that I had a little bit of an epiphany over. I said, maybe this will swing the pendulum back because society is very offended by everything right now. It's completely out to lunch. I mean, if you do something wrong, look at comedians. They're always under attack, right? This could swing the pendulum back to be like, okay, you brought it up. You said before, everybody's got skeletons. Maybe we all need to just calm down. I'll tell you what, uh, this would be a really good time to get some shovels in the ground and build a pipeline. If Justin, if I was Justin Trudeau, <laughs> come on, huddle up, everybody. I know we. I, I know I wasn't uh, talking to you. You weren't allowed to have anything from me in the first three days of the election. But huddle up, come on in, reporters. Right now, I'm telling you, we're putting everybody to work in Alberta. That's uh, you want to deflect your Aladdin costume from mm-hmm. 2001? Yeah. Build a goddamn pipeline. This is the all new Terry Evans Show. With Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. $40 million for Lotto Max tomorrow. Uh, the uh, group buying agreement is here now. We need three people to call in and be a part of it. Uh, Pete and I are on it, and we'll get six people all together. Listeners who join us have a chance to win $5 million each. That would be a pretty dandy uh, little jackpot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're choosing uh, the number 29 this morning because that's how old Justin Trudeau <laughs> was when he dressed up as Aladdin and thought that was okay. One of three times, that is. You can choose any of his other ages that he's done it at. Uh Those are available for you. Beginning to develop a trend, thank you, Mr. Prime Minister. I bet you if he won $40 he'd like to buy those photos and have them disappear right now. Yeah, that would, if it's possible to do that, I know the internet, it's pretty hard to make things disappear, but uh, maybe he just wants to be a Bollywood superstar. Maybe that's the the thing behind it. I mean, uh, you know, a year ago he was uh, visiting the country and wearing the clothes that everybody made fun of him for for doing that yeah and now uh the you know we see that uh, when he was 29 he was trying to be aladdin mind you the the movie was very popular at that time i mean if kale can be candy canes i mean there's no reason he can't be you be you bro it's 2019 you can be anything you want to be right now build that pipe <laughs> build that pipe <laughs> Uh, 780-451-8097. I, I loved linda's text this morning she was Aunt Jemima for, for 10, ten years. years of Halloween. Oh, my God, Linda, that you sent that in. I burst out laughing. I thought I was going to get a stitch. That's I funny. thought I was going to break a rib. I was Aunt Jemima for 10 years. Like I said, hopefully this will swing the pendulum back to realize we're all a little too wound tight right now. 780-451-8097. If you want to be in on our group buying a oh, how are we going to do this? Well, we only have two working lines. Well, then just take the first one. All right. There you go. Watch Let's this. Walk me through it, Pete. Okay, yeah. There you go. Push the button. Hello, K97. Who is this? I'll answer hey, the phone. Randall Hawkins. Good morning. I'm sorry. What's your name? Randall Hawkins. Randall. All right, Randall. Uh, do you do, Did you ever, like, I was I, I was a, an Arab sheikh when I was a kid, like eight, nine years old, with a, mom painted a beard all over my face. Did you uh, ever... Uh, could you be convicted of misappropriation? Pirates. It's Pirate Day. Yeah, I dressed up as a pirate, yeah. Okay, but it, it wasn't a, a specific ethnicity that, uh, like, you no. never painted your face black? Well, a ghost could be any ethnicity, so... Yes, I suppose. What what number do you want to throw at us for our group buying agreement, Randall? Well, I'm sorry, I like the 20s, so I'm a 22 person. Sounds good. 
All right, you're in for 22. Hang on the line. I need to get your vitals. Oh, I see. I see your yeah. problem. Uh, see, you didn't have a solution for that, Don, did you? We only have two working I, ha- I have a solution. Now. Oh, you do, do you? Yes. Well, what's your name? Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. What's your name? Dale Connors. Dale. All right, Dale. See, there's some of his information already. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> But I have to put him on hold and get his phone number so that we have a way of contacting him on Monday. Still have if a solution. we win the $40 million. When we win the $40 million. Yeah, you got to believe, Dan. Dale. Positive. I believe. Okay, Dale. What number do you want to throw at us for the... Uh, 18. 18 is good. All Dale, right. just go ahead and text us. Is this, a te- is this a cell phone you're on? Yes, it is. Can you just text us uh, your first name, last name, phone number? Okay. Um, what do I text it to? This, same, this exact same number, same number right here. Yeah. We just we're just having a couple of phone line difficulties this morning, so we're working on our feet a little bit here. Okay, we'll do. Okay, thanks, man. Sure. Okay, so Dale's gonna te- Dale yeah is gonna text us inf- his information. Yeah. That's nice problem solved, Pete. Hey, Very good. I could run this country. Uh, oh. <laughs> that would be interesting. Pete Patipko for prime minister. Hello. Good morning. What's your name? Good morning, it's Jim. How you doing? Uh, good, Jim. What number do you want for our uh, group buying agreement here? Uh, sweet. Uh, I'm going to go with lucky number 33. 33 works for me, man. All right. Five million bucks a piece, Jim. You could handle that, right? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, hang on the line. i got to get your vitals. There we go. We've got our first three for the group buying agreement. We'll get three more tomorrow morning. Round out our ticket. Stand by to win $40 million on the Lotto Max. This could be the most important election in Canadian history, but I doubt it. It's time for What's Happening on the Campaign Trail. Team Blue Leader has piled on to the If I'm Elected, I'll Give Families a Whole Bunch More Money, But I Have No Idea Where It's Coming From bandwagon, proving that politicians, no matter their stripes, have absolutely no clue how to run a successful business. He then canceled two speaking engagements in order to meet with an image consultant to figure out how he can stop looking like the substance oozing out of a toothpaste tube. Team Red leaders spent the weekend with young people trying, yet desperately failing, to fit in. After high-fiving security staff thinking he nailed it by awkwardly screaming, young people can do anything into a microphone to a crowd of uninterested Pokemon Go players, he figured the next logical step was a school classroom. He engaged in several awkward hugs and photo opportunities with some school kids, promised to reinstate funding for them that his party probably eliminated in the first place, and then returned to his limousine, retaining the faint smell of urine from a kindergarten cloakroom. It's the Inside Dish with Titch, brought to you by Kenwood Ford in the North and Team Ford in the South. Classic Rock, K97. You can follow him on Twitter, at... Rob underscore Tichkowski. He's following the orders for uh, Post Media and for us all season long, and that includes preseason. It's an exciting time, Rob. Everybody's got hockey on the brain. Oh, yeah, there's nothing more. Nothing gets the blood boiling more than a Tuesday night game against the Manitoba Moose. Uh, I tell you what, it's it's a good thing there's only four of these games in five days because it gives you a chance to come down for a little bit. Uh, No Connor McDavid during the preseason. Yeah, and that's you know they they're they're trying to pass it off as as you know it's no big deal and but there's just not a whole lot of information that's coming out from from any side and it's a little bit worrisome because there's there's kind of three different scenarios that people are, are thinking about right now with with McDavid and number one is that 
He's 100% right now, and if the season started tomorrow, he would be ready to go. And they're just going to give him an extra, you know, month of insurance time to avoid contact because it's the preseason and you don't need to risk anything against, you know, these subpar lineups that he would be playing against. And that's kind of what everybody wants to believe and, and hopes is the case. Right. You know, but nobody has come out yet and said for sure that he's going to be there on opening night on October 2nd. So now you're thinking, okay, you know, we're two weeks away from that. So he's not ready today, but he might be ready on October 2nd. You know, you're thinking, okay, are we cutting the margins a little thin here? Like suddenly 10 days of, uh, you know, uh, missing contact is going to be the difference between him being ready and him not being ready. And the third scenario is that he's not ready now and he won't be ready on October 2nd. And, you know, that's the nightmare scenario where he's the season starts and uh, he's not there. This all as the, as a result of the uh, hit on uh, from Giordano, a kind of uh, sort of a slew foot kind of a thing uh, when he was breaking toward the net. Uh, that was the final game of last year, right? Yeah, and it was, a, you know, again, it's, it's Connor McDavid, right? Like, it's the final game of the year. You're you're just a few minutes away from being on holidays for the entire summer, you know. And he's still driving hard to the net in a meaningless game against Calgary. Yeah. Uh, it was really unfortunate. It, it could have been worse. It was. It, it's still pretty bad, but uh, that just kind of gives you some insight into the, the compete level of that guy that, uh, you know, even though it didn't matter, even though he was, you know, a, a few minutes away from being on a plane to somewhere sunny, he's still driving hard to the net against Calgary. So with if if that's the scenario, what does it mean to the team and to the fans if he's not there for opening night? Uh, it'd be pretty similar to if a, if a plane took off without a pilot. I think would be a good good way to sort of compare that. Uh, <laughs> you know, he was he was like statistically responsible. It's not even an exaggeration. Statistically responsible for fifty percent of their offense last year, mm-hmm. and they were still even at that rate, they were one of the lower scoring teams in the league. So you you pull him out of the lineup. And it's it's going to be it's it's trouble, right? And, and that's the issue because this is such a this is a big season for the Oilers. They don't want to be you know the first team in the history of frozen water to miss the playoffs thirteen times in fourteen years. It's never been done before. The fans are kind of turned off a little bit. So it's very important that they that they start off well and that they that they make some you know some progress and threaten for the playoffs. But at the same time, you you know you've got Secretariat, and if he's he's got a little bit of a limp, you don't rush him back under any circumstances whatsoever. So it's it's a major major stakes on both fronts, and and it's a major decision that uh, no wonder they're keeping it under wraps. Inside dish with Titch on the Oilers, and the uh, other thing that's happening is not necessarily on ice related, but the Oilers came out with some interesting stuff for weekend business with send off Sunday, super split Saturdays, third Jersey Fridays, and and the one that caught your eye. <laughs> The thirsty Thursday, the thirsty Thursday. When it first came out, I was like, "Oh, okay, that's a pretty good deal." Like every Thursday home game, you're going to get you know free or five dollar beers, which is about three hundred percent off what they normally charge for a beer at that at that place. So right. I thought, you know, good deal. And then some buddies are texting me like, "Did you see this thing? Did you take a close look?" And I go, "Like, no, it's a promotion." And it turns out there's only three Thursday home games all season long, <laughs> and the promotion <laughs> and and the promotion's only good for the first period. So basically, the, the Thursday Thursday, the entirety of it is that for three periods this season, you will get $5 beers. I mean, it's not as bad as when you go over to a buddy's house and it's got a sign that says free beer tomorrow, but it's about on point with that. <laughs> oh, man, just it's, it's, it's like uh, it's like I heard somebody saying it's like one of those, uh, you know, ads for, uh, uh, 
you know, uh, medicine that you see on TV, and then the fine print is like you know all the all the legalities underneath it. But uh, yeah, Thirsty Thursdays. It, it, I guess it it rolls off the tongue a little bit better than five dollar beers three periods this season. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, the inside dish with Titch every Thursday, right here on the All New Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko. Follow him on Twitter at Rob Titchkowski. Oh, at Rob underscore Titchkowski. Thanks for being on with us, man. All right, thanks for having. It is uh, 7.28. Like Pete said, we've got Terry and Pete go back to school coming up. I'll be in grade 12. Pete's in grade 10. We'll see uh, what happens uh, after Spaceship Superstar from Prism. Prism, I suppose. Uh, see a tweet this morning by the New York Post. The sexy Mr. Rogers costume is dropping just in time for Halloween 2019. It's for a woman. It's short shorts. A little bit of butt cheek showing there. A little bit of midriff showing. And a tie at, uh, in the open cart. Well, wow, that's a... Can you say objectify? Sure, I think you can. <laughs> I think you know where the front office is. You dick! Adamson. Here. Adler. Bueller. Bueller. It's back to school. Bueller. With Terry and Pete. Finally out of grade nine, moving on to grade 10. Just hot on the heels of Terry, who is uh, in grade 12. You could graduate today. You could win the whole Shabazz. The whole Shabazz? Yeah. Spell Shabazz. Is there an H? Two H's in Shabazz? Sorry, I asked. <laughs> you know that emoji? I was really stumped right there on how to spell Shabazz. You know that emoji with well. the with the round circle for a mouth and the eyes that are really big? That's yeah. what he just he just looked exactly <laughs> like that. Morning, Mrs. Cotter. Good morning, Peter. Oh wait, my voice should change. I'm in grade ten now. Morning, Mrs. Cotter. There we go. <laughs> Sounds a little more accurate. Okay, uh, first a question for grade 10 for Pete, and then a question for grade 12 for me. Is that how it's working? That's correct, yeah. Okay. okay, so Pete, you've got to spell deteriorate, as in Pete's success in school has started to deteriorate. I, it's coming back. Yeah. It's coming back. Uh, we'll three, see. Three times at grade 9? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> All right. What's my word? Your word is inconsequential, as in Terry may think passing grade 12 is inconsequential, but his career depends on it. <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Next question. Okay. So grade 10 math, Pete. Yes. If you have three dice, what is the probability of getting three fours? Three dice? What is the probability of me getting three fours? You're going to answer in the form of a fraction. Oh, boy. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. <laughs> and what's my question? Your question <laughs> is using Heron's formula, what is the area of a triangle measuring 13 millimeters by 21 millimeters by 10 millimeters? 13 by 21 by 10? Yeah, round your answer to the nearest tenth. Can I have mine again here for a second? <laughs> <laughs> you have three dice. Yes. What's the probability of getting three fours? In a fraction? Yes. So you're going to have the number of wanted outcomes over the number of possible outcomes. Okay. And uh, I was to use the Heimlich maneuver to figure out the area <laughs> of my triangle? Yeah. No, Heron. The Heron? Heron's formula. Heron's formula? Yeah. Okay, I got to use it. It sounds like it sounds like something a baby eats between the the boob and solid food. Heron's formula? Is this yes. is this a like I've never heard of Heron's formula. Did you go through grade 12? I did. Okay, good. Is this something that's new? That I'm not sure, actually. All right. 
I'm I'm just putting a, a blank, a dash, a circle with a, a cross through it for uh, I'm. I'm still okay. stuck. Why three dice? <laughs> How, how, possibility. how many possibilities on one die? Six. Okay. Yeah. So the possibility of r- rolling one four on a... One sixth. Okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Question number three. Question three. Okay. So you both have science. Mm-hmm. Pete, the diffusion of water across a semi-permeable membrane is called what? I know this. Thank God. Okay. Good for uh, you, Pete. Terry. I'm rooting for you. Yes. C2H6O is the chemical formula for what? My favorite Alice Cooper song. If you didn't figure this out in chemistry, there was something wrong with you. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's the most popular one, I think. Here's our... All right. Hand in your answers there, big shoots. Maybe I'll catch up to you here by the end of the week and, and pass you on the inside lane. <laughs> Don't pass on the right. The Terry Evans show with Pete Patipko does not encourage or condone passing on the right. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Cotter, let's okay. go through our first questions here. How are we doing? Okay, so you had to spell deteriorate and inconsequential, and you both got those right. Oh, oh shoot! Yep. Look at that. That's not good. Look um, at that. C's for- get degrees. Two out of three. I don't like this. For math, Pete had to find the probability of rolling three fours on three die, and he came up with three eighteenths, but the answer is one uh, two sixteenths. Is <laughs> one over two sixteen. Yeah, whatever. One over two sixteen. Yeah, that's the probability of rolling three. Fours. Did you actually? Did you know that? No. No. Okay. You well, multiply one six out. by one six by one six. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I hate school. Still has that emotional and look on. Terry, your answer would have been forty-eight point seven square meters. You had thirty. I mean, it's it's. I told, I've close. never heard of the Heron maneuver. There's it's a it's a whole formula. I don't yeah. even I don't I'll even want to know. It's, it's, it's the weirdest thing. I don't have space in my head for that information right here. Me either. And yeah. science, uh, ter- uh, Pete, you had to uh, name the diffusion of water across the semi-permeable membrane, and that is osmosis. Oh, you said m- meniscus. Meniscus. I thought it was the. No. Min- I thought she was oh. talking about the, the the dome part. If it was on a glass or something, no. I misunderstood the question. I don't think that's fair. You were so confident. God damn it! I'm still in the tenth grade. Okay, I hope Terry graduates and so I can just finish this hell. Terry had C2H6O, which is the chemical formula for ethanol, glug, or glug, as we glug, all glug, like glug, to call glug. it, alcohol. Terry wrote cold ethyl. I think I think Terry passes. Do I get a cap and gown? You, you do. You get a oh, cap. Oh wow! Oh my God! He actually does. Isn't this something? Do I get a hairnet or something? Uh, you know, to go with it? <laughs> yes, you should. Yes. Yeah. All right. Here. All right. Speech. Put my grad cap. Speech. On. Speech. Speech. I am a high school graduate. Congratulations. You graduated. Now get out of my house and get a job. Okay. Oh, all right. I guess for a sp- well, I t- for my, I- I'd like to thank Mr. Ron Mark, who was uh, one of my teachers, uh, who hit me on the hands with a yardstick after uh, he caught me playing uh, floor hockey with uh, the yardstick and a roll of masking tape. It was really a turning point in my behavioral issues. I'd like to hit you with a yardstick <laughs> right now. Uh, I'd also like to make uh, thank Mr. Grunert, uh, who taught me the chemical compound for human consumable ethyl alcohol, ethanol, <laughs> C2H6O. Uh, also a turning point in my behavioral issues. <laughs> now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipco on Classic Rock K97. If you are just discovering the thing that everybody and their dog are talking about this morning, the uh, Trudeau being caught not once but 
not twice, but three times with uh, <laughs> makeup on his face to make him look like he's a different ethnicity, which everybody, everybody knows that now. Everybody knew that 45 years ago. This happened when he was 29, so in 2001. Well, that was one of the offenses. Well, but that yes. was one, yes. Uh, so I mean, Now, Aladdin was a popular movie at the time. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. I think it came out. No, it wasn't. I loved Aladdin as a kid. Aladdin wasn't a thing. He was like 10, 15 years out. Aladdin was like 92, bro. Oh, was it? Yeah. I thought it was right around that He just really wanted to do dumb things. Okay. Uh, (laughs) All right, sure. Uh, So that, uh, the memes on Twitter, which is a nasty place. Yes. Kids, stay away from Twitter. Uh, They're fantastic. Some of the memes today are just top tier. The, the, uh, The thing, the Beaverton, though. Liberals failed to vet Montreal candidate and a picture of Trudeau <laughs> is very clever. Very clever indeed. Uh, Linda's on the phone. Good morning. Morning, Linda. How's it going? Uh, terrific. Thanks for listening. We sure appreciate you taking the time to listen and uh, text in with your stuff. One of your texts this morning made us laugh out loud. <laughs> in, in light of the Justin Trudeau photos and uh, videos and everything that's showing up with him with brown face, not once, not twice, but three times in the past now. It yep. makes us all think of our misgivings <laughs> when we were younger. Uh, I dressed as an Arab sheikh uh, when I was a kid for Halloween. My mom painted a beard on me, so I guess that can be construed as oh, I guess, you yeah. know, altering yeah. your image and that sort of thing. But uh, you also uh, dressed uh, up for Halloween back in the day, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, we came from kind of a poor family, and mom had lots of noxema, and she had cocoa in the cupboard, so she made me Aunt Jemima every year for the first <laughs> 10 years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they put uh, oh, what a couple a sweet balloons story. in my... <laughs> In the front of one of my old grandma's dresses and mm. painted my face black and put my grandma's rag that she used to use to hold her curlers in up on top of my head and called me Aunt Jemima. Oh. Yep. Well, at least you're not running for prime minister. Yes. Well, that's... and this is why I can't get into politics. Right. It's, it's, you know, it's skele- I just got too much of that in my past. Skeletons in the closet. But now, you said this is the first 10 years of your life, not when you were 29 at a... a mm, no, a... no. This is when she was in control of what went on to my makeup. <laughs> Yes, at 29, you weren't going out as Aunt Jemima. A more sensible no, Mrs. No, Buttersworth. No. But I might now at 48. I'm not sure. This year, I'm thinking I might. Are you a teacher? Are you a drama teacher? No, okay. I work in construction. Oh, oh okay. you're good. Yeah, I, that's right. <laughs> well, classic rock. Uh, it's a little fresh out there. Six degrees to start. 19 in the sunshine expected for today. Seems like a nice morning. Sunshine. Uh, 18 tomorrow. We might have some early morning rain showers and then... A mix of sun and cloud tomorrow. Uh, Saturday, Sunday, 20 degrees in the sunshine. Barcol. When it comes to residential and commercial doors and windows, there's only one name. Barcol. Visit barcol.com. One, two, three. That's how many times now our prime minister uh, has painted his face a different color to make him look like an ethne, a different ethnicity, I guess. Ethne- Thank ethnicity? you. I'm laughing too hard through mm-hmm. the story here. Uh, I guess he's under hot fire today because of obviously the photos that have surfaced. But he did get this out on the plane yesterday. This is what he had to say about the incident. In 2001, uh, when I was a teacher out in Vancouver, I attended an end-of-year gala where the theme was Arabian Nights. And I uh, dressed up in an Aladdin costume and put makeup on. I shouldn't have done that. I 
should have known better, but I didn't. Oh. And I'm really sorry. He was 29 at the time of the uh, photo that surfaced, and now there's other other incidents. So since then, the Liberals have uh, put their campaign on hold today. They have froze all of their stops as they figure out how to deal with this Pierre nightmare. Yes. Uh, brown- Pierre nightmare. That was a 4 h slip, wasn't it? Uh, uh, brown face trending on Twitter. Also, it seems, trending with our prime minister. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. What a train wreck. He's taking some time in a cry closet for sure. And usually he has all of his schedule all set out yep. for the media first thing in the morning. Everything's completely changed today as he backpedals hard. He's backpedaling. Remember when you had your, your first guy at your 10 speed and you found out that you couldn't backpedal if you changed gears at the same time because the chain comes off and gets all tangled up in the derailleur? Yeah. Mm. I think this is more like the first time somebody threw a stick in your spokes and you went ass over tea kettle. Just, the, the, yeah, this is a 4 by 4 in the spokes of the Liberal <laughs> campaign right now is basically what we're looking at here. Uh, let's change gears and move to some uh, mindless fun, just some interesting sort of uh, news, noteworthy stuff. Hey, big goose. Polestar came up with uh, a little research, and now they're arguing that Metallica is the biggest all-time touring band. Not the Stones, not U2, not Elton John, who's going to be here uh, not too long from now at Roger's Place. Metallica has sold nearly 22.1 million total tickets and grossed some $1.4 billion billion dollars. You couldn't even say it. You're so shocked. Since 1982. At 22.1 million tickets, that leaves them second behind U2 for sold tickets. But Metallica has performed in 48 countries, uh, all seven continents, including Antarctica. Uh, They're the leader in merch sales as well. They've sold $125 million worth of t-shirts. You might be wearing one now. Not to mention the memorabilia. So that's since 1991. Their current tour has grossed $430 million and sold 4.1 million tickets. That's a lot, man. Off to Never Never Land. Mm. Uh, commuters were invited to learn more about the Twilliger Roads transition. Okay, transitioning is a is a hot now thing we these have days. Roads transition. Yeah, this the Twilliger Road did not feel good as a roadway, so it's going to transition into an expressway. And people were there to ask questions and stuff about the project. Um, originally, it was going to turn into a freeway, but due to cost and budget, they've they've knocked it down, and it's it's allowed to transition into an expressway. With this transition, are there going to be rainbow crosswalks on this uh, expressway? We can it's, only hope. Uh, okay. Um, what you're going to see of the $100 million <laughs> spent for this this operation here is the white mud, where Twilliger meets the white mud, it's going to get a little bit better there, and then also with the Hende as you join at the other side. So things should start flowing. Shovels in the ground, they say, spring of this year, 2020. Nice. Uh, so, an expressway, not a freeway. I don't know the difference, but yes. Okay. I think one still has stops on it or something. Sport, sport business. Sport business. Yeah, nothing like a four-lane thing with stop lights. <laughs> um, uh, f- uh, sport business is happening uh, this weekend. First of all, the preseason action with the Oilers. 
It's uh, going again tonight. Uh, Vancouver's in town and then Calgary in town tomorrow at Rogers Place. Uh, also tomorrow at the Brick Field at Commonwealth Stadium. The Hamilton Tiger Cats in town to take on the Eskimos. It's going to be Ricky Ray Wall of Honor induction ceremony night. He's a four-time Grey Cup champion. Some with the Eskimos. He was the Eskimos' most outstanding player in 03, 5, 6, 7, and 8. So uh, everybody loves some Ricky Ray, and he's getting inducted tomorrow. Some of the people on hand for the significant night in Ricky's career. Uh, Sean Fleming's coming back. Patrick Cabongo, Chris Morris, uh, Fred Stamps, Rick Walters. This is going to be a cast of thousands. Uh, first 20,000 fans through the gates at Brickfield will get a Ricky Ray flag, commemorative flag for the occasion. So tomorrow night, Commonwealth Stadium. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock, K-97. 815, thanks for joining us this morning. Yesterday in the office, I walked in, I caught Pete changing his voice, talking to trying to win the $10,000 or whatever it was for when Jake was giving away money for the foreplay. Thanks for ratting me out there, bud. You you are an employee. You can't win that. It doesn't matter if you change your voice. <laughs> Identify as a listener right there. What are you trying to pay for your way? Oh, you're trying to build a new sim racer? Trying to win some more money from the station so you can build another sim racer? This hobby of mine is not cheap. Uh, I have gone down a rabbit hole of pissing away money at an alarming speed. I do you have. think that you've spent more money now on a on this sim racer, simulated racing yes. thing, and computer racing with your TV than you have on actual vehicles? Oh no, 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 no! That number is astronomical. But I have calculated that it is worth more than the first three cars combined that I've owned. Okay, that's kind of where I was going, yeah. like individual vehicles. So you've spent more on your sim racer. Yeah. Than you have on individual vehicles. Many times over. <laughs> so, as you know, I'm kind of down into the rabbit hole. So, I'm selling all the stuff I have because I want to spend more money and, and get another level level up, right? And then once you kind of start You're to get You're flipping this, your sim racer? I'm flipping the rig, baby. <laughs> It's uh, it's flipping rigs with Pete on on HDTV, and anyway, so I, I I'm looking for really high end stuff, and once you start to get into the high end side of sim racing, the world gets a little smaller, right? Like so, I'm searching parts in Italy. I've got stuff coming from Australia, and the actual rig that I want to buy comes from England. So I'm talking to a guy. Um, who's going to build me this and have it sent over and blah, blah, blah. And we're communicating and making the thing happen so okay. it can come from England. And, you know, I'm, I'm feeling him out. And I'm like, well, who, you know, have you built rigs for and stuff? And he tells me a famous rock star that he's built a rig for. And he starts Lars to Ulrich. No. Lars Ulrich is spending part of his $1.4 billion that Metallica has made on tour since 1982 on a bitchin' sim racer. He can actually just go right off real Ferraris and not care about yeah, it with that kind of money. That's probably true. Uh, this guy, though, a pretty, pretty big rock star. Who? Okay. Um, huge into sim racing. And this might change your opinion on my hobby because you like to make fun of me over this. But I've been telling you, okay. sim racing is kind of big, man. It, it's, it's, it's starting to take over. Oh, for God's here. sakes, who is it? Brian Johnson of ACDC. Get out. Sim racer. Seen his rig, seen my buddy. My, the guy that I'm talking to, because I said, once you start buying high-end stuff, it gets to be a small part of the world. He built his rig. Well, and he's an actual race car driver yes, he as is. well. Yes, so, he is. I mean, and, but yeah, so this he's also uh, big into the sim world, too. So the guy, I'm going to have the same platform as Brian Johnson for sim racing. 
thought you might maybe change your tune a little bit about my my silly hobby right there. Maybe I need to dress up in a schoolboy outfit and come over on Sunday and learn how to do this. You want to come and try sim racing? You want to come and hang out on a Sunday? Uh, may, maybe. If it's good enough for Brian Johnson, why... Well, it looks like this Sunday I'm busy. I'm going to be flipping through old Halloween photos to see uh, that I didn't do anything offensive. Because I wouldn't go on the boat with you. This is the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Fatipko on Classic Rock, K97. Hi, K97. Who's this? Hey, this is, uh, this is Dale. I was just hearing what, what Pete was talking about with his, uh, his racing rig there. Hey, Pete? Yep. Hey, man, you ever heard of Digital Combat Simulator? You ever heard of that sim uh, setup? No, I haven't, actually. Where's that? Well, so basically, it's it's like I have a rig because I do I do sim racing, but I'm also into those uh, the the fighter sims as well. Oh, flight and sims! This one you have to wear like a uh, I have an HP Reverb uh, VR headset. If you ever heard of those, too. I have, I have, yes. Yeah. So for every button in the in the cockpit, it's ninety nine percent alike. It, it, it's the, to actually start these planes up takes half an hour of your time. It's like the flight sim. I know F- flight simulators make sim racing look cheap. It's insane what you can spend on flight simulators. Oh yeah, there's there's chairs out there that have like pneumatic pistons that actuate. They move up and down, left and right. And yeah. Then, like see. So well, they've got them now the too. They've got them now too. That'll do 720 degrees of motion. So when you got your uh, VR on, you're actually the only thing you can't get is the G force. But they have G seats for that too. Uh, they do. Yeah, you, you actually put a pad on, on your seat, and it also has uh, air cushions that, that mm-hmm. inflate and deflate. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the G, uh, the, you ever wear your uh, VR to bed and uh, push your wife's buttons and uh, get to her, her G-force? <laughs> no, no, there's, there's a hard line drawn there, you know. It's, it's, you, don't, you can't cross Nick Is Greasy Sam Squanch the, uh, still the, the champion at Speeder's Race Night with K97? Yes. Him yeah. and duffel bags battle it back and forth all the time. And you, you haven't been able to muster up a, 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 a lap time to beat them? They spend money at speeders like it's going out of style, but they are, uh, they're good racers. I can't beat them. No, I can't. K-90- I'm not going to sit here and say I can. K97 speeders race night, uh, electric pro carts at uh, 13145 149th Street. Goes from 7 till 9 tonight. Uh, three-time high-speed time champion, Greasy Sam Squanch. Hmm. Yep. I'm, I'm going to go for it tonight. If not, I'm just going to pit maneuver him until he can't make a time. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, I'll, I'll just ruin my lap times to ensure we get a new champion. Pete's going to be there. Fastest time tonight will be immortalized on the K97 Cup. How about them apples? Yeah, and you save some money on some races as well, so it's good. It'll be fun, man. I love I love our speeders nights when we get there. It's a, it's a good way to unwind during the week and forget about, you know, maybe things that are in the news or bugging you, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you get a, a discount on your races uh, if you use promo code K97SPEED. If you have your own helmet, by all means, bring it. I would. Uh, if you don't, then they've got the hairnets and helmets that you can use at the track. K97SPEEDERS race night tonight. 7 o'clock. Now more of the all-new Terry Evans Show with Pete Patipko on Classic Rock K97. Fast food news. Uh, Tim Horton's talking about stopping the non-meat. Uh, what is it? Uh, the- Beyond Meat's going to be canceled on their uh, their restaurant floors across Canada, but it's going to remain in two provinces. Ten points if you can tell me what provinces you think is going to keep the Beyond Meat. Uh, BC. Well, there you go. Give yourself a ding. Five points there. Mm-hmm. And where else? New Brunswick. 
Ontario. That's a good guess. No, Ontario. Ontario and BC. Ontario is okay. just BC East. Other uh, stuff. I, if, if this is happening in Canada, then you could benefit from this, uh, Pete. I know for a fact it's down in the States because uh, this story from People.com. McDonald's is giving away free socks, sweatpants, and more uh, today for Oof. the celebration of Global McDelivery Night. Get out of here. Seriously? Yeah. Uh, to score the merchandise, you have to order at least $10 worth of Mickey D's through Uber Eats from participating locations starting at 5 local time. So I'll phone up Lorraine and tell her I've got my wedding ensemble all picked out. Don't you have a McDonald's like directly across the street from your house? And I order Skip from them all the time. <laughs> And when the driver gives it to me, he gives me a lot of judgment. And I look at him and I'm like, thanks, peasant. Uh, socks, sweatpants. Oh, uh, you got headphones, hair scrunchies, playing cards. Uh, there's a giant zip-up sleep sack that could be one of the things that... If anybody's ever uh, looked for an engagement present for me uh, and had a trouble picking something, pff, this right here. A McMuffin punch card? I have a McMuffin <laughs> ornament on my Christmas tree. McDonald's corporate sent it to me. I'm not even kidding. That's a true story. Well, happy McDelivery Day, Pete. Thanks, bud.